Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today I welcome my soul sister special guest, Debbie Dashinger. She is a media personality who has been interviewed on over a thousand media outlets. She is a syndicated, award-winning radio and podcast host, recently nominated for two People's Choice Podcast Awards, interviews celebrities on the red carpet. She's a speaker, a certified coach, and the author of three international best-selling books. As a visibility authority, Debbie coaches people on how to write a page-turner book runs a company that guarantees your book will become an international bestseller and teaches the ultimate visibility formula, how to be interviewed on radio and podcast shows in 60 days or less. Now in its 12th year, Debbie hosts the syndicated Dare to Dream podcast, plus works with clients on their visibility strategy so they become known as a go-to expert. A popular media guest and speaker, Debbie is a keynote at high-level national events, a radio and TV personality, and has been seen in the news, documentary films, on the cover of magazines, and is a regular featured contributor to Published Magazine. Awards and accolades that she's received are Editor's Pick, Featured Intriguing Creator, I like that one, Broadcasting Industry Lifetime Achievement Award. She's been inducted into the Who's Who Hall of Fame for Entertainment, She's the winner of Successful Achievements from Voices of Women Worldwide and the recipient of Heart and Spirit Award from the Evolutionary Business Council. And Debbie and I go way back, and we are also going way forward together into the future, I am sure. I am so delighted to have you here today. You are one of my favorite people on the planet. Thank you for coming. Oh, it's so my pleasure to be with you. My super unique, no apologies very wise friend. Thank you for having me. Well, you are queen, no doubt about it, of visibility. Or maybe I'm not even going to give you the queen title because frankly, empress is a better title for you. Uh, You know, there can be plenty of, there's four queens in the deck, but there's only one empress in the tarot deck. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I think you are the empress of visibility. And what I would love to have you share with our listeners, Debbie, is why you went that route like what was it in your own journey that caused you to know that you had to step into the spotlight and serve in the way that you do i think it's an interesting twofold for me certainly one piece of the foldment of who i be out in the world is that it's that piece that spice that if I wasn't going to be that, I don't know that I could live. I certainly could find other careers. And there's many things, many art forms that I've been very interested in over time and growth, self-development, spirituality. That's a huge value. 
There has always been this component, however, of living out loud, somehow of being in front of people, uh, masses. And, you know, I can tell you that over the years, I've had my hand, the science of my hand done. I've had my human design done, my Vedic astrology, this, that, the other thing, numerology, and it all comes out the same. I'm definitely doing what I'm supposed to do, what my soul design for this life was. And that is definitely to inspire and teach masses. How I do it? Well, you know, I'm using what's alive today, which is podcasts and books and being interviewed, being on stage, red carpet work. All of them call to me. And the other piece of what's really interesting, it's sort of like my life joke irony, is that it was the biggest wound in my life. I grew up in a household that didn't see me, that didn't hear me, that didn't actually have oxygen for me. They were very involved in their own pain a majority of the time. And I had an absent father, completely not there when I was born. I didn't even meet him till I was five. And so I had this real daddy self-worth, self-value wound. And it was prevalent. The majority of my life, I felt so awkward. I, I was so awkward. I didn't just feel it. And I'll own that. I was really awkward out in the world because of all these voices constantly holding me back and holding me down. So it's an interesting conundrum, if you will, Emerald, to be born to do something and yet be limiting yourself constantly in doing it. But mind you, somewhere in the middle of all that cacophony was me as a baby child jumping up on stage, singing, being in shows. I mean, I was doing it. I was being sent away to camps to do this. So I was still doing it, but the war was raging constantly. So to be where I am today, I had to go on a healing journey. Very easy in hindsight to see all of this, but pain was just such a deterrent for me, and I couldn't stand to live like that anymore. And so, yeah, I did a lot of different healing modalities, deep, deep, deep energy work over many, many years to quell what was going on inside and then finally reintegrate and become all of me, who I'm really here to be, and have a lot of peace around it. Yeah, and you are very peaceful and very present in who you are and who you're here to be. And I just want to point out wickedly smart women who are listening. Debbie used the word cacophony. Like, is that a great word or what? <laughs> Clearly, you are also a wickedly smart woman in addition to being naturally have this predilection for being in the spotlight. But you also actually help other people with this. So when you are stepping into the leadership role of, you know, the owner of your business and the person who is helping others to uh, step into the spotlight, do you bring to the table, you know, some of your own kind of behind the scenes special magic? Or do you have like a, you know, a system that takes people that you take them through I would imagine any time that you are helping people to step into the spotlight, there's going to be emotional stuff. There's going to be pain. There's going to be challenges, limitations that they're, they're holding back. So I'd love to hear how you lead others to step into the spotlight as well. You are 1000% correct, Emerald. Exactly. Visibility is an inside-outside job. 
So I do teach the tech and the strategy. I teach the entire system to people, whether they want to write a book. And I've got several book writing clients always at a time. And I also have a company that is a fully done for the author. I take them to international bestseller. And then the third leg is the ultimate visibility formula. And that's where I teach people how to be interviewed on radio and podcasts and how to get results, like how to be exquisite while they're being interviewed and how to get results. And what I found, because business is an unfoldment, right? I found, at least for myself as a coach, I didn't just land as a coach and I had everything in my toolbox. It was really interesting journey, just even as a coach. I mean, first to be good at giving people the system and seeing them go out and be successful. And then there came a point when I realized I had to stop being so afraid or so desirous of what people would receive and get out of my own way, because the truth is exactly what you spoke to, that there were downloads going on. There was magic happening here. And there was a lot of information that I could see about people. I could talk to them about what was holding them back really on the inside job. I could talk to them about these miraculous strengths that they had that they weren't even aware of or didn't know how to use. Their beautiful difference and uniqueness. So there's a lot of inside work, a lot of healing that takes place. And I'm actually, between you, me, and the wall, I am literally at the inception of a journey, which I know will thrill you because you've always seen this in me. <laughs> I am at the inception of a journey to go into very deep shaman priestess work. Yeah, baby, it's about time. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to ring the bell on that one. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> or shake the rattle. Maybe I should shake the rattle on that one. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be That would cool. be apropos and, and bless you for always seeing that in me. <laughs> and I knew an amalgam. I mean, I knew, oh, I'm a clear sentient. I'm, I'm clear cognizant. Oh, I was very clear about some of those gifts and certainly was using them all the time in my groups and with my students. But a whole new level has emerged out of me. And I guess, you know, when the teacher is ready the student appears. Mm -hmm. And so the universe, as the beautiful teacher she is, came forward and was very clear with me over and over again, even though I tried to negotiate just about a month ago, no, this is who you are and this is what's going to happen. And I know enough, Emerald, do not get in the way. When fortune is beckoning you, even though it may be uncomfortable, unknown, you don't quite know how yet, just say yes and yeah. step forward and the rest will be taken care of. Yeah, beautiful. Well, I do want to spiral back just a little bit. For any wickedly smart women who are listening, who may not be familiar with the words clairsentient and claircognizant, what Debbie is referring to here is the extrasensory perceptive capacity and gifts that all of us are born with. And so clairsentience is clear feeling. And it means it's kind of like if you walk into a room and all of a sudden you got the heebie-jeebies, you got the feeling all over, you're like, oh, this is not a good place. That's clairsentience. Or you walk into a space and it's like, oh my God, I feel totally at home here. That's clairsentience. And claircognizance is the full, like that full body knowing, like you don't know how you know, but you just know. And that's actually one of my uh, strongest clairs myself is claircognizance. But you know what you're going to find, Debbie, as you step into your true calling. <laughs> 
as you step into this medicine work that you are being called to step into now, which, um, yeah, that's one of the challenges also of being clairvoyant because that's another of my gifts and your gifts as well as often we can see well in advance. Like we can see in other people what they may not be able to see for years, right? For a long, long time. And so part of the work of having these gifts and growing these gifts, you know, I think that that's the important thing is to remember that we are all gifted in this way and society has actually suppressed that, those gifts. And now we're in a, a time where we can allow them to flower, right? And so be patient with yourself and be patient with your gifts. We're already at the break and we will be back in just a moment with Debbie Dashinger. But right now, Weekly Smart Women could use some help. So if you are enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at wickedlysmartwomen.com. And we'd also like to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. I want to thank all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. I want to shout out this episode to our listeners in... Sweden. I feel like Sweden needs to be shouted out to today. So hello, Sweden. Thank you for listening. And we'll be right back with Debbie Dashinger. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank. Please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back with the delightful, darling, delicious Debbie Dashinger. And uh, before we went to the break, we were talking about her business and uh, how she helps other people become visible and, and the hybrid model that she uses of, uh, you know, helping them systemically, practically with strategies and tactics and things like that and technology, but also doing the inner work and helping them and supporting them and serving them with the inner work. And you can find out more about her at debbiedashinger.com. Uh, we will put that in the show notes, but I want to spell it for you because Debbie has no E at the end. It's D-E-B-B-I-D-A-C-H-I-N-G-E-R.com. So we will put that in the show notes and definitely check out what she's got going on. If you are being called to serve a higher purpose and you have any internal resistance to being in the spotlight, this is the dame for you. <laughs> Debbie's the dame for you. All right, Debbie. So let's talk a little bit about your creative side, because clearly you also have a ton of creativity. You've created books, you've created 
you know, multiple programs that you're offering. Can you share with our listeners how you work with the creative muse, with the creative flow, and how you channel your creativity so that you're not spread out too thin all over the place and so that your creativity actually creates cash flow for you? Wow, what a good question. I know so many people in my life that I look at and they need to reel it in. So I am a firm believer in my life of keeping my eye on the ball, but you have to decide what the ball is because, you know, creativity is uber, like beyond for me. It it is really what I'm about. So I made jewelry for many years and I sold it in stores across the U.S. I used to sing in front of a jazz band, a big band, and I made money doing that. I used to speak. Uh, around Los Angeles and different companies. And I was paid for that for a spell. All of this is for a spell. I also did voiceovers for cartoons. So my creativity comes to me as an opportunity. And I always know it's with discernment. I know it's for me because it feels exciting. I will tell you that when an opportunity comes to me, and I hope people can resonate or maybe check in, that if it's not for me, I flatline. I literally can listen to somebody talking, or I can look at a website about something or a sheet about something, and I'm like, nothing's going on. I'm like Teflon. It's bouncing right off of me. I'm like glass. But the moment I hear something, see something that it's like, it is clear. It is my next right and light step. I get butterflies. I get excited. I get like, I know I have to manifest this period. And it often will rather easily. So Within that, there is this incredible fluidity of how things come and go, ebb and flow. I don't have to have a lot of control over it. At the same time, I think to be a successful entrepreneur, I really have to have my eye on the ball. And sometimes, by the way, the ball is money. Mm -hmm. Where is my money flow coming from? And because everything in my world essentially is some form of creativity or me delivering or me coaching... It all is passionate for me. So I don't have to be too concerned about the pleasure factor. There's always going to be a lot of pleasure there for me. But I think it's really important to follow that. I will tell you, one of the ways that I do my work is when I said I can see things in people is we have so much opportunity around visibility today. We could write a book, but if it's not in your wheelhouse, I recommend you don't. We could do a video, but if being on camera isn't where you shine, I recommend you don't. We could do a podcast, but if it's too much work for you, I recommend you don't. Or you could be interviewed, which I recommend just about everybody does because Mm -hmm. free PR is phenomenal. The exposure should be a part of your business plan. Mm -hmm. But what I can do is help people. So for instance, I've got this amazing client a gentleman. He is so, so smart. He was educated at Yale. I love smart people. They blow my mind, the data that they can retain. And he wants to write a book. He just went through a really difficult time, like a big shakeup in a world, in a position that he's been in for a while. And so we're doing this work, getting his book out there. I'm loving what he's writing. And at the same time, I'm clear where this guy is headed. And I don't hold back to let him know because I want, I want him to know way ahead of time what to expect. I know he's going to be speaking on stage. I know he's going to become a phenomenal coach for startup company entrepreneurs, for money investor entrepreneurs, because this man knows that niche 
and has been extremely successful there. And it's a very uncovered niche. And I also know, I don't think he's going to run his own podcast at all, but I know he's going to be interviewed. So I'm, I'm already preparing him for all of that because I know this is where his voice is going. He's had to go through this mess to get his message out there. He's had to be severely wounded actually as a very successful businessman in order to get his gift out in the world. And he will be gifting people. So just know, like also for people listening who are very creative or wondering where should I put my efforts in entrepreneurship, you don't have to do everything. In fact, I recommend you don't, but do know your sweet spot where you love to be, where you resonate and go shine there. It's better where it's short and narrow and you're putting your energy into the short and narrow rather than like splat pasta and seeing what sticks. So keep your eye on the ball. Decide what the ball is. Is it money? If you need money right now, great. Or if money's flowing for you, maybe you need downtime and playtime. And so you have to really manage, this gives me pleasure. This moves things ahead. This is rocking my world or this is my new thing to have fun with right now. And I'm just letting the rest kind of go easy in the background. We can always pull things forward right? Nothing has to be a, a black and white yes or no. But I think fluidity with our creativity and knowing where we want to be heading, like having some clarity about where we're going is pretty important. And that lets us know what pieces to put in. Beautiful. I could actually spend about five hours dissecting what you just said in the last few minutes with you because it was so powerful. But what I do want to just like really bring to the surface is a few things that you said one thing that you said was that you've done things over time that is a spell, like a spell, and that it ends. And then you step into the next spell, and then it ends. And then you step into the next spell, and then it ends. So there's a grace that I'm hearing there and an acceptance in you that your commitment is to your creative muse. Your commitment is not to any particular form that it takes. So I think that's just really powerful and something that I wanted to highlight and really spotlight for our listeners. So when you have lots of options in front of you, how do you evaluate, you know, you said you use discernment, you said about flatlining, you also talked about what the right and light next step is. So could you go a little bit deeper into that for, for the women who are just starting to maybe learn about discernment and and learning to trust themselves? It's a really good question because I think we all have so many opportunities. And clearly we can say yes to something and fail. And that's okay because those are rich lessons. They really are. They're very informing. I do believe most of us would rather say yes to the right thing the first time to just you know, time is fast. We're here this time around for a finite amount of time. If you can use the law of reversibility. It makes things very easy. I am really clear from where I am and the, these classes I teach, especially Ultimate Visibility Formula. It funnels some of my writing students in. I'm giving you an example here. And I know my next step after I teach my next class, my live class online is that people are going to be invited to a three-day event. Why? Why am I here? I am here to teach the inner and outer visibility. When I can work with people in person at a really yummy three-day event, 
where we deep, deep, deep dive. And God, I'm so excited to do this. That's when we're going to rock people's worlds. Also, I want to give you, here's a tangent that's very important as an example. So my, my original inception of that was going to be, I'm going to show up, I'm going to work with people in our intimate group in this three-day event, and we're going to help them up-level their visibility game wherever they are, right? We all expand out to the jar of comfort that we know, and we stop there. And it's about busting that jar and saying, I'm breaking free. I am limitless. I can go anywhere, do anything, speak on any stage. I can go as big and badass as I want. That's the ultimate dream. And I was going to bring in healers because I know so many extraordinary people and they've already volunteered to come in and work with a group until the divine came in and said, excuse me, tap, tap, you are the healer. Ah, so now this is the tangent. I see that I get to function in both ways. I can do the inside and outside with people in real time, capiche. So if I know that I'm going to the three-day event, then the three-day event will open up to the mastermind. So we're going to be doing some wizard work around visibility, then what needs to happen? Now, I can look at this plethora in front of me of options, and it always is. So many different places and spaces, people to play with, situations, workshops, events, other classes, things I can learn, things I can do, (laughs) new projects I can start. But I have to use the law of reversibility, which means if I am here and that full dream three-day event and mastermind is there, what actually needs to occur step at a time going backwards to bring me to where I am right now? And if I am clear about that alignment, then I know these little pieces, maybe learning guitar is not such a great idea right now. Not forever. You know, maybe in a year when click, 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 three-day event is happening, mastermind is well underway. I don't need to do much except put out the new dates. Then I can bring in the guitar playing, which is just an example. I already mm-hmm. play actually. But I'm just saying there's, or wine. I'm a certified wine specialist. I love it. I'm dying to take my next wine class, which would be the Americas, and then I'd get tested. But you know, it's months of work, and now is not the time. Mm. So I bless it. I'm not leaving it. It's just, it's not a not never. It's just a not right now. Mm. But the pieces that are essential, like the studying the shamanism is Mm. essential, like my delivering the next class, like, you know, et cetera. Those need to occur for the ultimate goal to happen. And I am so clear the universe is right behind me. I have the wind beneath my wings. Mm. So why would I try to go off course I want to stay on course. I love that. Beautiful. And you are going to do so well because you're clear. And, you know, one of the things I always say is clarity is divinity. And so, yes, clarity is divinity. And we are clearly at the end of the show. I want to thank you so much for being with us, Debbie. I want to let people know that they can, again, find you at DebbieDashinger.com. Perhaps you are meant to be at that three-day event. I'd like to just drop that little seed into your ear and encourage you to check out Debbie's website and uh, sign up for the event and possibly even join her mastermind. I think that would be a masterful act if it's time for you to become more visible. 
So listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of the show by calling into our listener line. We do have that number in the show notes, or you can send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. I also want to let you know that I have a new quiz for you, the Wealth Readiness Quiz. So please consider taking that quiz to see how ready for wealth you are, because if you are getting visible, you definitely want to also be ready to receive the windfall of wealth that is meant to be yours. And so please check out that quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. Thank you for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.